0: Hello Chiefs Kingdom and welcome to the Arrowhead Kingdom Chiefs cast live from the Wolf Den. I'm Chris
1: and I'm Josh and this week we're going to be talking week three and a big reminder that all Chiefs fans are invited to join us for game day. Visit arrowheadkingdom.org to learn more about our group and to find your local chapter. Please make sure to like share and
0: subscribe to our channel. Today we'll be talking about your Kansas City Chiefs with Chief Shug joining us from Sacramento, California. Welcome, Chief Shug. Hey.
1: How's
0: and we are, doing?
1: we're doing well. And uh, as always, we are presented by Complete Weddings and Events, your leading provider of photo, video, DJ, photo booth, lighting, and coordination services. Please visit them at completewedo.com. So Chief Shug, you are from Sactown, Sacramento, California. Major Chiefs fan. How did you end up being
2: a Chiefs fan living out there just north of the Bay Area? Um, well, first, let me give a shout-out to my group, the KC Chiefs Sacramento Chapter. Um, we just started, I just started that two years ago, and we're at, like, uh, 250 uh, members right now. Oh, nice. Right. A big nice. shout-out to them. Can't forget about them. Um, but this all started in 1988. I was uh, 10 years old and I remember watching my grandfather uh, watch the 49ers on TV, and I told him, I told him, I'm tired of looking at the Niners. We, we're always looking at the Niners. So he was like, pick a team. And he, it was the Old People's Magazine, I remember, and it had all the NFL teams in it. And I picked the Chiefs. Well, first team I seen, first helmet I seen, I thought it was neat, it was red, it had the arrowhead, it was just real, it talked to me. So ever since then, I picked them. And he said, you pick this team, you ride with them, you do the ups and downs and all through it. And you never give up on them. You always root for them. So I took that and ran with it. And I've been a Chiefs fan ever since. Got it. And it
1: finally paid yeah. off a couple years ago. Um, oh, yeah. a, a moment That's a good of good right uh, there. That's a, a good family good. defiance yep. ends with uh, that. <laughs> It's just a lifetime of that's fandom. That's great. So
2: you've yeah, always
1: yeah. you've always been in the Sacramento area then? You say what? You've always been in the Sacramento area then? Oh no, I'm from I'm originally
2: from San Jose, California. Oh, got it, got it. Okay, yeah, so you're down damn... I'm from San Jose, but uh moved up here in 95, got 96. It. Yeah, cuz I was in I was actually in Blue Springs, Missouri. Okay. Years. Mm-hmm. I went to high school out there. Uh, Did you go to Blue
0: Springs or Blue Springs South?
2: I was a Jaguar. Gotcha. Yeah, I was a Jaguar. So I played football out there. And uh, I moved out there with my brother, Dr. Peller McDaniels, the third. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, he played uh, for the Chiefs from 93 yep. to 97. He wore a 77. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he. I came out there with him. He was staying in uh, Lee Summit. I think it was Lee yeah. Summit. That's where I went to high school. Yeah, he w- he was living out yeah. there. I remember Von Booker was staying up the street from us. <laughs> there was a nice. lot of the NFL players that were staying in those areas, the new guys. So he wind up buying a house, built it from the ground up out in Blue Springs, and we moved out there. And I lived out there from with him for almost two years. And- You know, so I got to experience Arrowhead, man. Oh, Oh. I tell people, if you've never been, please go. Please go once in your life and experience it. Yeah,
1: that's great. That's great. So I have to ask this. So growing up in the Bay Area and in San Jose, um, this is something (laughs) that I've always been curious about. Are you Giants or A's?
2: I'm Royals. You're Royals, <laughs> okay. <Right>. okay? Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. I, took a, I took I Kansas to that. Yeah. took Kansas City. Yeah. You just said Kansas
2: City. Yeah. I like the color. When I was younger, I, I uh I forget who bought me a Kansas City Royal shirt. I mean, I wore that thing till the sleeves fell off, man, and I wind up having to get another one. But I love the Royals. I love the colors. I love the crown. I love what it was about. Uh I actually got to, never been to a game, but I saw the stadium, you know, Kaufman yeah. And, yeah. And, the, uh, and the same lot as the uh, Arrowhead. So, yeah, Royals. I'm a Royals fan. That right? is awesome. That, that's good stuff. It, it's just
1: <laughs> interesting. Every time that there's a rumbling of the the A's might potentially move or do something i know san jose always comes up and there's always a squabble over the tv rights and to me that seems like the silliest thing in the world that yeah. there would be an argument over who san jose was going to watch on tv I, I
2: mean right i can't i can't imagine there's anything
1: other than a, a pretty equal amount of fans for both teams
2: yeah that's crazy that is crazy Yeah. got it okay Jeez.
1: well uh we, we got on here to talk about a football game and the Chiefs played one this last Sunday. So as our guest, um, you get to go first. What were your thoughts on this last game against the L.A. Diego Chargers? Uh,
2: <laughs> quit laughing.
1: <laughs> I, I I have zero um, respect for
2: their geography. Go on. <laughs> um, yeah. So first off, I just... I see the defense. The defense played quite better than what they did against the Ravens. Yeah, I was okay. I was like, all right, you know. But uh, is to me, I think it was the turnovers. I think it's the the turnovers, the fumble, the tipped interception. I think that kind of knocked the wind out of everybody because uh, they're like, uh, you know to kind of put everybody in panic mode. And we didn't give the defense enough rest. So it was, it was, uh, I believe we shot ourselves in the foot. We should have won that game. That should have been our game. Just like the Ravens game, but we shot ourselves in our foot right now. Um, So I just feel like we're all, we just need time to get back on track and it's 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 early it's early in the season so i believe we could uh we could get back on 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 the uh on the boat and everybody be on the same page and get things going man it's just i was just i was extremely upset (laughs) oh my goodness yeah Yeah, i I think
1: i I think we're all pretty much in the same boat i mean chris and i watch all these games together and um i i i didn't even watch the end um oh, now as, a, <laughs> now as 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 a side note as a side note i did have something that i had stepped away from um without getting too like deep into personal career type of stuff i right. uh, have a, i have a wedding service company and we have oh, a wedding okay. we had a wedding show five minutes away so this isn't any kind of like you know bombshell type of stuff but i had right. stepped away to watch traitor. the game and i yeah, yeah exactly you so <laughs> I, had, I had stepped away traitor. and i had a couple of my guys that were running the show and when it got to the point where it was the end and we were down and just like I'm, I'm done i'm not watching so yeah. this i need to go i need to go back yourself anymore yeah yeah so i just uh, i left and my wife was there with my kids and everything she's like <laughs> okay i guess i'll close the bill i'm like you're gonna do that anyway don't even don't don't even act like this changes anything <laughs> all <laughs> right um, but yeah it's just a frustrating <laughs> game i mean it it was close it was close like yeah. we could have we could have won it and i mean you can sit there and rag on the officials making bad calls that no call on the hail mary was a bunch of crap i watched it yeah. i'm glad i didn't stay yeah. and watch that because i really would have been mad but uh that fourth and nine call i thought was was ticky tacky but when you're putting yourself in a position where a ticky tacky call on fourth and nine is the difference in a game you didn't do enough to win it in the first place uh-huh. and and you know, it's four turnovers. and the fact that they were still in the game after four turnovers, I think speaks to how good this team is. Yeah. So you know my my main observation from this this last week and really the one before is we just look very laxadaisical and we're just not executing. and it's kind of ridiculous uh, after the way they they talked and postured all preseason and going into the season about we're going to take it back and everything. you're not you're not taking anything back. playing this way i mean patrick mahomes you got to call him out at this point over the course of the last two weeks he's thrown his first three interceptions in the month of september and i didn't look up the stat of how many times he hasn't hit 300 yards but this last one was one of them i mean 260 yards a 5.9 yard average three touchdowns two interceptions you know an 81.6 rating And it's not like he was getting hurried the entire time. I mean, I truly think that uh, the first tipped ball interception that I've been advocating forever. There should be a stat for wide receivers that do stuff like that to uh, either get an interception or get (laughs) to somehow. Yeah, yeah. Marcus Kim, that that interception was you and you're probably going to be on the practice squad now that Josh Gordon was signed. So uh, way to throw way to throw away your shot, you know, I mean, right. That was that was a shot? I mean, Chris, any uh, anything you want to add to this pile on?
0: <laughs> so, um, two and 84 teams who turn the football over four times and their opponent turns it over zero times are two and 84. Who are the two and that the one? I don't know. Well, <laughs> we almost were the third, if you just like you were saying, Josh, that was <laughs> a crazy nice. thing. Nice, we still had the ball last, um, but wow, yeah. But yeah, you just can't turn the ball over like that. And I think it's I think it's all correctable. You know, I I don't I'm definitely not panicking. We've played, I think, three playoff teams in a row to come out of the gate. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I think I think they're gonna get right here and probably as soon as this Sunday against the Eagles. But yeah, take care of the football. They start taking, taking care of the football, they'll they'll start rolling again.
1: Brian, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah.
3: You're right. I think Chief Shug was right about that. Uh, momentum was stolen from us, and when you turn it turn it over the first two drives of the game like that, it's just like uh, I mean, it seems like you realize how important momentum is. Um, yeah. I mean, if my, my humble pushback, Josh. I mean, I will say, even though we um, the uh, the receiver who uh, turned it over with a tip pass was a little behind him. Uh, but you know, it, he's professional, but so is Mahomes, but, uh, I mean, that was a little behind him, but yeah, he should have made the play to bring it on in, but it wasn't a, exactly a perfect pass at that point. But yeah, it, it changed the momentum. We were moving the ball so well. And it was just a knock the wind window, your sales kind of situation. Um, no touchdowns the first half. That was just weird. I mean, it's just weird to see that or give me remnants of, uh, you know, Super Bowl feelings. Right. You go in and like, uh, we're supposed to make, we're supposed to like make moves like that. We're supposed to like put bo- points on the board. Uh, you know, um, Edward Tilaire, you know, love the guy, but he's been on a fumbling spree lately. We've uh, gone all that time with not ever fumbling anything. And now the last two games, he's got three under his belt. So it's like, uh, well, I don't know what's going on uh, with him, but, you know, obviously still a superstar doing really good. Uh, I trust, I trust him and all that. We obviously, we want to see, because he did score a touchdown in the game and he, he did what he has to do, but uh, I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, hopefully we'll get that figured out soon. Yeah. Um, I don't know, uh, Josh. You, you commented on the uh, kind of the the final hail mary there, and I gotta say, like, I, I'm getting sick and tired. I'm getting sick and tired of this. By the way, <laughs> with uh, like, I, I get it. Like, we, we I know at the end of the game we like to talk about the zebras, and it's just like, yes, we that's a, that's kind of a loser mentality. You're they're right. That's right. That's not a thing we point to that wins or loses games. But when you're fourth and four, you get a ticky tack thing like that. It's just hard to ignore it because right. it. it it's just, in, it's a gameplay moment. It's a big moment, and, and I didn't realize you're allowed to tackle receivers at the end of a play with a hail mary pass. Don't get me wrong; we are put into a position um, of a hail mary. God Brian, help us! Play. You're right, Brian, but you don't
0: get to tackle a receiver. You're, you're not. You're not supposed to tackle a receiver
3: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed to do that that's a no no you're not supposed to do that but it appears that's what happened would you call that and at the end of the second uh, quarter going into halftime i think you might have called that going into <laughs> halftime but we're not going to call that at the end of the fourth quarter so i i mean i i think it's i hate when people dismiss those kinds of comments it's getting annoying because it's not unfair but they're not wrong saying it's a loser kind of mi- mindset to have but uh, that's my it, feeling, it, it,
1: it's like weird al's press conference youtube video which if you haven't watched that it's incredible brian go ahead and flash that uh link up when you edit this uh, but uh he, he does the whole thing like those game-changing moments had absolutely nothing to do with the outcome of the game <laughs> 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 <Weird> <laughs> al's- yeah yeah I mean, there, there's a thing where he's doing every press conference ever and he's like a combination of bill belichick and yeah yeah it's great i'll the, find that okay that's hilarious I'll, yeah. I'll send you the link it's great all right and, um, yeah but uh the thing that i thought of remember that 80s song um <laughs> the night the lights went out in georgia reba mcintyre did a version there was also a pop version so the whole the whole thing is um there's a murder and the sheriff and the judge have no interest in putting any kind of diligence or investigation into it so they just have like a fake kangaroo court trial in the middle of the night and they like hang the guy um, that's what that song's about that's, that's what that song's about yeah all right but, all but right. so the whole the whole thing is like uh the judge looks at the sheriff and goes supper's waiting at home and i gotta get to it and that's that that was Sean Hockey so, at the end of that game everyone's lazy like everyone's oh, right, lazy we're, in this we're, ready to, song. we're ready to go <laughs> that's home. terrible we're not, we're not making this play again <laughs> so yeah, because we, we
0: know you'll score the touchdown. Bucker will miss the extra point. We're going to overtime. Exactly, we do exactly.
1: like not a <laughs> time for this right? Time for lunch. Um, so oh let, let's uh let's dig a little bit more into the game itself. And so we'll uh we'll start with our guest like normal. So um were there any favorite plays or what you thought was a good play call or stats that really jumped out at you about the game?
2: Um The marching. We we I love it when we start marching down the field and you could see the momentum building, just building up and up and up and up as we march, as we march. There's not a Pacific play, but it's just and then boom, we get cut off. Interception or turnovers on downs, or um I just we need to get back to that. We need to start marching down this field and just scoring. That's it. I don't care if it's three points, touchdown. We just it's the momentum, it's the marching, it's the building. You can see everybody's getting comfortable, everybody's getting relaxed and you know, ready to play. So those are it wasn't a you know special moment, but I just noticed that about our team.
1: Got it. Chris, what was your favorite play or best play call?
2: You know, I actually really
0: like the fact that um, after Clyde fumbled the ball, the, the next play the Chiefs had, they gave it to him again. Um, okay. Listen, I'm not saying Clyde Edwards-Alaire is Jamal Charles, but Jamal Charles didn't have a, a shining record when it came to holding on the football. Um, I, I still think that he's the best running back on the team. And part of the reason I think why he struggled in the first couple weeks um, is I, I feel like they, they try and turn him into a perimeter runner, which he's not. And against the Chargers, they ran him a lot more inside the tackles. And you got to see just how, you know, this making guys miss in a phone booth capability he has. Um, I, I really hope they get him more in the passing game as well. But, I mean, I think, I think they need – Clyde to be good for this offense to really start hitting his potential. And yeah. I, I like the fact that they didn't give up on him in that game.
1: Right. Any thoughts?
3: I agree with Chris on Clyde. Yeah. I mean, keep getting, I mean, he's the guy, right? Give him the ball and he runs and, and does his thing. And uh, we don't, we're not, we're not going to lose faith. No, absolutely not. He's the guy. So run your studs. And uh, yeah, Chief Shug is absolutely right as well. It's like, I liked how we moved the ball. Like, isn't it weird? Like watching that whole game right and they're moving the ball so well and we were as close as we were with all those turnovers but never felt out of it never really did and that's a great feeling to be it's like the best one and two team I've ever seen It's, it's like you're just excited for like well I, I was confident the whole time because I know we have the playmakers and the players that we got to do that, that need to do what they need to do so um, it's a very it's a it's a weird feeling to like be in this position but still know that uh, you know we, we have the weapons that so we need to do the to accomplish the goals so uh, as for play though um, I gotta say I want to say this one uh, knocked uh, Sorensen knocked away that like open uh, receiver uh, the kind of we're down I think it was 14-0 at the time and he was able to make that big defensive play to really kind of stop the momentum a little bit yeah, uh, yeah. if I recall that I was just like that was a big one um, because they were just I mean I don't want to say they were walking all over us, even though we were down 14 to zero, because we're kind of handing it to them, but we needed something to happen. I see that Sorensen stopped there, that that receiver in the end zone there. That was a, that was a big play. So I really like that play. That's my, my big one.
1: Yeah. I think my favorite play was the, uh, Nicole Hardman touchdown. And that's just for the sole purpose of. There was somebody else taking one of those essentially a handoff that's a that's a pass that Mahomes got a touchdown pass out of um, not named Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey and you know we're gonna we're gonna bang this one into the ground until we have a number two receiver or um, we're we're dead or something to that effect Um, but uh, it it was great to see McCole Hardman do that my favorite stat was, uh, Patrick Mahomes becoming the fastest to 15,000 yards ever in NFL history. And that was in 49 games. I do want to go back to, uh, all three of you mentioned, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire and getting the, uh, running game going. So the rumbling on the street is that Marlon Mack might be available for trade and the chiefs might be a, a team that could go after him. So, uh, Chief Shug, what are your thoughts on Marlon Mack potentially coming to the team? Honestly, I the name Colts uh running back. He was their lead back, and then he was splitting time with Naheem Hines, and then they drafted oh. um, the dude out of Wisconsin. Yeah, That's I mean Taylor. you have okay. yeah, 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 Jonathan yeah, Taylor. You haven't really you haven't really heard of him for a, yeah.
2: a couple of um, years,
1: but he was uh he was a guy for a while, you know.
2: I I've seen him, I've watched him. I, uh He's explosive. Um, uh, well, I mean, what about our second string? I mean, what about, was that, Williams? Yeah, Where Williams, yeah. Daryl the barrel? I mean, I, I honestly like him. I honestly would like to see more of him, but I mean, and then uh, didn't we sign the, uh, Gore to the uh, practice m- squad? Derek, Derek Gordon of the practice squad. Yeah. yeah, okay. I liked him in the preseason. Uh,
1: I think everybody but, liked him in the preseason. and We were shocked yeah, he, he was, didn't he end up on somebody's man. actual
2: team. Yeah, but yeah. to go get uh, this, the other kid.
1: Jarek McKinnon is the other guy that uh, we have on the roster. Has, has he touched the ball this year more than two or three times? I, yeah, not much. I,
2: think so. I haven't really seen – I'm looking yeah, at the stats he had, here. He had
0: one catch, I think, the Ravens that, uh, you know, he, he caught it, I think, flanked out, and he actually
2: yeah, uh, made a couple
0: it. guys miss and got yep. a first down, but that's all I remember him doing so
2: far. And okay. see, that's my thing. I Instead of going out, yeah, I mean, we got some potentials in our own backyard, you know? Yeah. Like How come we're not seeing more, you mm-hmm. know, more of them and I don't, you know, I trust Andy. I trust, I trust our organ, you know, trust the whole offense, you know, coordinators and all that. But me personally, I don't, I don't really think we need to get no one else. I think we have the talent, honestly. To so run the horses we have out,
1: Chris Bryan, Either one of you guys have any contrary thoughts to that? I don't get the impression either one of you thinks we need to be going out trading any draft <laughs> picks or anything like that away no. to. To bring anybody else in i mean I when mean, you when you get a situation to do something like sign josh gordon for zero risk you you take that i mean a yeah, three and o, a three <laughs> and know chiefs team should do that <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i don't think you never have enough running backs but you know to uh, chief Shug's point i mean we got Derek gore in the practice squad and I, I like him probably more than i like trying to trade for marlon mack if, if we had to go that route
1: sure Brian, um, would your, would your, uh, would you call him something like Marlon Mack, the 35th or something like that? If we were talking about this, <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well, okay, Marlon Mack is six feet tall <laughs> and he is chief Shug, just so you know whenever i don't know what to say i just talk about how tall the players are <laughs> 209 pounds and he ran for a thousand yards in
1: 2019 <laughs> so, all right so, Brian, so brian's not bringing running backs in either is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: my that's my contribution to this discussion all gotcha. right so let's
1: uh let, let's look forward we got week four uh i think everybody in, in the, uh, the Chiefs fandom, the Chiefs locker room, the Chiefs coaching staff, uh, everybody in the organization knows that this game we need to come proper. So uh, we'll, we'll go with Chief Shug again. What do you think the Chiefs need to be looking at this weekend to right the ship and go to a two and two record and start uh, moving in the correct way?
2: Our offense. Needs to get going. Fewer obvious. Few fewer. Uh, tur- no turnovers actually. Yeah. No more turnovers. Um, everybody needs to get on the same page. We got to get marching. I don't know. Uh, we got Josh coming in. I don't know if he'll be playing. I don't. I don't know. But hopefully they can gel, get the jailing. and uh, you know everybody gets on the same page. We march. We keep our defense off of the field. Let's keep them rest them, keep them nice and rested. So when they do come in and play, they can make big plays. And they can get the that 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 Eagles offense out of here and we get the ball. And we just keep doing it over and over again. Hopefully we can contain uh their quarterback, uh get the young kid's name. Jalen Hurts. There you go. We can contain him, keep him from Lamar Jackson and us. <laughs> uh, and uh just play some real good defense. I I I know we have it. You know, I, I know it's in us, we have it. Um Chris Jones, I, I just hope he stays in the middle. You know, he did he did play quite a few good plays at the end, um at the defensive end spot. Against the Chargers, I seen him disrupting some stuff. But we also need him in that middle to stop that dive counters and you know blast running plays. We need big bodies right there. You know, that's our weakness. That's our, that is our Achilles' heel. Running up the gut, we have to stop that. And I believe once we stop that, teams are gonna have to pass, 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 and somehow in some way we're going to get interceptions so that is my thought on that yeah i i don't really have
1: anything to add that's pretty much um exactly what i would say you know just for god's sake minimize the turnovers let's get back to chiefs september football that we've had under patrick mahomes um chris what would you uh add if anything
0: Yeah, I mean just keep Jalen Hurts in the pocket. Don't give up the big play. You know, make him look more like Terrell Pryor than Lamar Jackson. And uh (laughs) I I I, they they should win this game by more than two scores. Um it's just yeah. Just play smart. Uh, Attention to detail and they'll be fine.
1: Brian, what do you got?
3: All right. So um, you know, uh I think uh, everyone's right, like uh, minimize turnovers. That's that's uh, what we should be focusing on. I mean, I hate to see because the turnovers we have seen, especially with the homes, like it seems like he's making careless throws there. And that's not something we're used to seeing. Like we know he takes risks, but that's the point where he gets kind of careless. And uh, we don't want to, we, uh, we have to put a cap yeah, on it.
2: Yeah, we don't need that.
3: Right, and, and it's like, uh, so okay, so here's what I like, I and mean, this is maybe my stat that I'm looking at is, uh, Andy Reid 100 wins could happen in Philadelphia. We're hoping it happens in Philadelphia, where he made his namesake. And uh, here's my thing: I really want to see this, uh, defense pretty much uh there's always a big moment right like last game there's a big moment there's a fourth and nine or fourth and four with the, the defense like that's a big moment here we are turning around right here uh hopefully there's not a situation like that again but every defense there's a big moment i really like to see us rise to the occasion of uh whatever the big moment is for this uh game against the eagles so i'll be I'm gonna be i'm gonna be looking out for that uh so uh, hopefully Mahomes, uh you know uh obviously I like when he takes risks. It works for him. He does what he does. He knows what he's doing. Uh, Hopefully we we see uh, fewer of the uh, risky, uh, risky situations that that don't work out. And I'm going to be looking for that big moment for the defense, the rise of the occasions to kind of turn the momentum and give us the momentum. So I'm going to be looking out for that. So that's what I'm looking out for.
1: Last thing I'll add is we need to not let the Eagles turn this into a spelling contest for their fans. Um, For anybody who hasn't watched the uh, Eagles, they do the, Sing the fly eagles fly song and spell out eagles at the end to uh prove that they all finished middle school. So, anyway, um, that's <laughs> <let's>, uh, that's <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Oh, yeah, it's, it, it, it's uh, it, it, it's something, it's something, Dude. um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh. Any any thoughts, uh, things that you're noticing from the rest of the AFC or the NFC after three weeks? Um, go with our guest again.
2: Uh, I'm just tired of seeing these Raiders win. Right. I just huh, – I right. keep telling them, I said it's not how you guys start, it's how you finish. Exactly. You may start winning all these games, the first eight games, but what really counts is those last eight that's when you start showing your colors. So I get middle fingers, I get all kinds of stuff with my chief arrow on my window. So I'm tired of seeing, hearing that, tired of hearing these 49ers talk anymore. Uh, NFC, I didn't mention the Chargers or the Broncos because I don't see too many of them. They're starting to come out the woodworks, the Chargers but I don't see none of them. Uh, <laughs> NFC.
1: Woodworks. That's where the Chargers are.
2: <laughs> pretty much. <laughs>
1: uh, the Cowboys
2: are doing pretty. I, hey, mm-hmm. I got to give it to them.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But I had De- Dak Prescott is looking good over there. Uh, uh, the running back. Uh, see, so I call him <laughs> Yeah, he was really he was really hitting those holes. I watched that game and mm-hmm. really attacking. He was really attacking, and you need that in your running game. Uh, but I don't see anybody else really uh, in the NFC. Got it, Chris. What do you got? NFC,
0: AFC. Uh, you know, AFC. It looks like the Bills are starting to. I don't know after that embarrassing loss in week one they're they're hitting their stride and i i mentioned in our our weekly um i guess recap is that hopefully the chiefs don't overlook the eagles to the bills but i don't think they're going to do that the more i you know keep thinking about the fact that yeah they're going back to where andy reed cut his teeth um they're going to go in there and wind to win one for big red uh, pretty badly and then on the um nfc side i mean the rams are looking strong uh, big win mm-hmm. against the Bucks, and they have another. Them and the Cardinals are playing each other this weekend too, so that'll be another game that will we'll we'll start to know. Okay, who's who's the best uh, team in the NFC?
1: Brian, any mm-hmm. thoughts uh,
0: from you?
3: Yeah. Okay. So uh, Broncos are three and zero from uh, an zero nine situation. From their uh, the people they they won the, the the people they defeated have not won a game yet. Mm-hmm. Or, there's like a Homer Simpson uh, meme. Yep. Word I'm talking about. He looks yeah. all handsome, and he turn around. And he's like holding his fat back, and it's all the teams that are not With good. Binder right
1: clips, yeah. Yeah, right.
3: So you know, and Josh, I know. Have you seen on your Facebook? I've seen our friends who are Broncos fans are talking some major ish right now, and so I think uh, Chief Sugar's right. Let's see how we end this. Uh, start slow, but end fast. Right? Um, we can be slow as we want, but all that matters is how we end it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, um, I gotta say like, uh, I would be in a much more, uh, uh, reflective or concerned situation, but we all know what we witnessed. We've seen, we've seen the chiefs move the ball really well. We're just making some mistakes that are unlike what we, what we're used to seeing, we're, we're going to get that figured out and, um, we're going to, you know, turn it around there. So, uh, in terms of NFC, uh, shout out to Kirk cousins, my fantasy football quarterback, who just (laughs) continues to deliver the points for my team. I gotta say, uh, Kirk cousins, I think I checked QB ratings, uh, actually a few days ago and he's like number two in QB ratings. I'm like, so it's my like, dude. All right, yeah. thank you. We'll see how long that lasts. After, the, after the last few seasons, who like he got made <laughs> fun of by his like wide receivers a few oh, yeah. times last year. And I was like, oh my god, this guy like that should piss him off. I think it pissed him off because he's coming back with a vengeance this season. So, so hopefully he continues.
1: Brian, just so you know, you could take that Homer Simpson meme and put Kirk Cousins number yeah. two in the NFL passer rating. And uh, that would be pretty accurate as well. Uh, <laughs> yes. that, that, that's Give me pass. the points. I just that, want that, the points. That's going to pass. Oh, yeah. See if you yeah. can trade yeah. him now. Um, so yeah. my thoughts on the AFC, the uh, East is looking, I, I'm going to say quasi-interesting at this point, but I think it looks less interesting with every single week. I don't see anybody challenging Buffalo. I'm not sure the Patriots are, are even a decent team at this point. Um, Mac Jones seems to be... Uh, a good Belichick quarterback, but they just seem to be lacking things and they're probably going to get walloped by the Bucks this weekend. Brady's going to come in trying to hang half a hundred on his old team. Um, Bengals, Ravens, and Browns are tied for the uh, lead in the north, and the Bengals are following that up by getting beaten by Jacksonville. Um, we're recording right in the middle of the Thursday night football game like normal. Um titans leading the uh south and i i would hope they can win it against the teams they're playing the colts don't seem to be a very good team the jags might be mm-hmm. getting the first pick again um raiders and broncos it, it, let, let, let's talk after our bye week and you know i i fully expect to see the chiefs to be you know leading the west by that point that's that's right where I'm at. <laughs> um <clears throat> over in the uh nfc gotta agree with you the cowboys are looking pretty decent. Um, rest of the East, I'm not really sure what to make out of it. The, uh, Packers are definitely the, the smartest dumb kid in that, uh, NFC North, (laughs) um, the, uh, the the NFC South, the the Panthers are a big surprise and they kind of seem like Matt Rule's got something going there. They just, uh, keep delivering every single week and then out in the West. I mean, who knows what's going to happen, but I think the, the Rams are the best team, um, pretty aligned with, uh, Chris on that one. So, Uh, Any any former Chiefs that um, jumped out to you, Chief Shug, former Chiefs players or coaches that caught your eye this week? Uh, Former Chiefs? What do you mean? Can you be more
2: specific? Like,
1: yeah. So I mean, is there is there anybody that used to play for the Chiefs that that kind of jumped out at you? I mean, so a good example would be uh, uh, Eric Eric Fisher is the starting left tackle replacing retired Anthony Costanzo and the in the Colts. Is there anybody that uh, jumped out this week? Uh,
2: no, not really. Honestly, I was still uh. <sighs> still hurt off the loss, so i really uh, really uh no i don't think no one really jumped out chris or brian anybody jumping out for you
1: guys
3: i honestly um i just had a a quick memory of lynn elliott uh coming across my linkedin no he sells insurance now and why
1: would you say that foldemort (laughs) <laughs> he said oh. voldemort out loud You do not say that name <laughs> oh, he
3: sells god. insurance now and i came across my linkedin and i was like oh hey look at him he's selling insurance now Good for him uh sure, he's so doing great. are you
1: a linkedin connection with lynn elliott
3: well not yet i did not i did not request one uh however uh, mad respect because he's a professional athlete uh but yeah oh, god <laughs> was <laughs> don't say I'm, i i pushed back i pushed back oh. against the voldemort thing there don't get me wrong my heart is, is, is broken in the 90s as much as anyone but <laughs> i'm not gonna but you know he's found uh, his way and making a successful insurance
0: uh business so that man, game scarred me as a 14 year old i just i
3: can't get, can't get over
0: that <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. all right
1: so There's, i gotta I got say the old, the old friend alert that i'm getting sick and tired of uh seeing i i'm getting really tired of Chiefs fans putting up all these what ifs if we would have kept Kareem Hunt, yeah. um, Kareem Hunt did everything to himself. We we cut him because that was the right thing to do, and I could really care less what he's doing uh, with the Browns right now. I I think that he, you know, personally kind of robbed this of a Super Bowl berth in 2018. I, I don't see that game against New England being particularly close, and I don't see a world where we lose if we had that kind of running game. So um it, it, there's no sense in even bringing it up so i i'd be really interested to see that uh, kind of stop um so let's uh let's do any fantasy stat uh chris any fantasy stat that jumped out at you oh
0: well, to we'll be honest with you i didn't really pay much attention to my fantasy teams this week um i, I will bring up one thing on on old friend alert and that's uh it's interesting how Matt Nagy's uh, career arc as the head coach of the Chicago Bears is going right now. And, I, I mean, you know, he's, he's trying to bring on Justin Fields in a similar way that, you know, they did with Patrick Mahomes when he was here. And it just seems like there's nothing that Matt Nagy can do right, although, I mean, he did coach, I think, one of the worst um, games offensive games in NFL history this past Sunday so it's not looking good on him as you know coming from the Andy Reid offensive guru coaching tree but I, I'm still rooting for the guy but I think when it comes down to it you might see Matt Nagy on the Chiefs sideline again here in the next few years because I don't think he's long for the Bears head coaching job
1: no, what was that stat Justin Tucker had a 66-yard field goal and yeah. the Bears had 58 yards of offense. Yep. <laughs> Some of that effect. So Justin sure. Tucker kicked a field goal longer than the Bears moved the ball. Yes. <laughs> oh god. Um yeah, the fantasy stat that jumped out to me is uh, uh unfortunately Mike Williams with 33.2 uh ESPN PPR league points. Um we uh did not do very much to uh, stop him this last Sunday. No. Um, anybody else have fantasy stats we want to throw out or we want to get into
2: this week as a song sure. uh, i don't play fantasy you talking about fantasy football yeah yeah i don't i've never played actually
3: nice okay this You're is my right. first year this is my first year doing it so all right
1: it's a uh, drug and i'm addicted should i
3: start <laughs> or bench antonio brown what do you think start Start. start, yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh,
0: Brady's against the, gonna, against
1: the Patriots when yeah. Tom Brady's gonna hang every 50? offensive player yeah.
0: on the box this week.
1: Yeah, I would yeah. too. I would too. Okay. I would All too. Right. And so and probably bench, the defense as well.
3: I bench Fuller or Thielen. I'm oh, to no, keep Thielen. Okay, I'll bench Fuller for Miami.
1: Will Fuller. Uh, yeah. dude, Will Fuller hasn't played yeah. yet. He's suspended he's, through the first six weeks of the game.
0: Jacoby Brissett throwing the ball to him, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: What I wouldn't I wouldn't play Will Fuller any week. <laughs> Okay,
3: okay. I'm doing it right now. Antonio Brown, you're in. Fuller,
1: you're
3: out. Okay. Okay. So, okay. uh, Okay, so I think that uh, takes care of that. Um,
1: cool. Glad, glad to handle your
0: business. Oh, we, for should, you. we should have a weekly segment called Setting Brian's Fantasy Team's Lineup. <laughs> there you go. That'd
1: you
2: ever be like, That'd be great. you know, like, uh, like you're playing video games, like ever that? have this situation, good. like, when you're like
3: you're playing video games and your sister, like, or whatever, hands you the controller to beat a level and you beat it for her and you hand yeah. it back? That's essentially what just happened just now. Like, <laughs> Someone beat this level for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, no, thank you oh, geez. okay uh, if this week was a song chris what do you got
0: yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna censor this a little bit but uh i'm gonna go with my one of my favorite neil young songs uh, let's say let's call it bleeping up um because i i would hope that the chiefs in the film room had been asking themselves why do we keep bleeping up um because again it's 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 a lot of silly mistakes um, that I think they can clean up, and if they stop shooting themselves in the foot and they stop putting the ball on the ground, and Patrick Mahomes, you know, is a little bit tighter with the football, uh, I think this team will be fine. So that is that is my song for the knee for the week. One more time, bleeping up. You can fill in the bleep if you want, but uh, that's my song.
1: I don't really know what you mean. Um, Brian, yeah. what, what, what's your song for the week? There is a
3: song by this. It's a musical called the Book of Mormon. And <laughs>
1: the
3: guy sings a song called I Be- I Believe. And, uh, and it's called I Believe. So, OK, you know, if you want to Google that or you, you to the search uh, the song, I believe in the Book of Mormon, it's a great one. Uh, don't uh, do
1: this if you're at work, by the way. Don't, don't yeah. This is Book a, of Mormon if you're at work. <laughs>
3: On your personal mobile device only or at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I believe. I'm, I'm a still believer. So that's it for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, best song from that is Hasidig Away. Anyway, um Solid City is my second favorite from that soundtrack. Chief Shug, you got a song for this uh, last week or upcoming week?
2: Um,
1: uh,
2: No. You guys are good. I, I I I draw a blank. I'm sitting here trying to go through my, <laughs> my playlist. I do that I can, too. <laughs> uh, so I'm who, like, ah, let me try to find a song. So who
1: who are your, who are your
2: favorite artists? Who are my favorite artists? Yeah, uh, we we can help like, you out with this, I think. Yeah. Right now I like Anderson Pack. Okay. Um, uh I also like uh, wow. Uh I like Jada Kiss. I like uh oh, It's a lot of new people that It's just I'm I'm more old school. I'm more 90s hip hop R&B. That's who I am. Got it. Uh Yeah, I can't like I have a lot of just Twister and Groove Theory and uh oh.
0: Most of my songs, should, I can tell you, are probably 70s and 80s. When oh yeah. You come up
2: with these, yeah, yeah. Literally. See, now I respect the 70s and 80s. So a lot of yeah. this new music, oh no. Um, <laughs> even Goldfinger, like Superman. I remember oh, hearing there that. You know, Tony go. Yeah, yeah. Pro-skater. I, I that's like, the first time I ever heard that song. It was shout on out, out to Tony Hawk, Hawk's pro skater. Right Tony there, Hawk, right? pro skater. Yeah. Hell yeah,
1: dude.
3: Love <laughs> yeah. that game.
2: So, I, maybe when you invite me back next time, maybe I can have a song. You sure. know, really be yeah. better prepared for it. But got it, yeah. got it. Okay,
1: so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out too, uh for Patrick Mahomes. I gotta throw out Careless Whisper because he's been careless with the football, um, uh, and uh, <laughs> I I hope he's getting uh, guilty feet and finds his rhythm. Um, <laughs> oh, is that a line that George
3: <laughs> Michael sings in that song?
1: Yeah yeah guilty feet have got no rhythm i know it's hard to pretend i know i'm not a fool yeah
3: and then i should have know
1: better than to cheat a friend with the saxophone the and I've part i've been given yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't think anybody wants to hear me do karaoke to careless whisper um uh, but but I, I did have a second song okay go has a uh song called this too shall pass and this is like the one um they make incredible videos so they did the uh treadmill video to here they here we go again they did uh two versions of this 2009
3: reference there yeah uh yeah it was before
1: that even but uh 2007 yeah but this two show pass they did uh two versions of that one there's one where they have a marching band in a field which is really cool um but they also did one where state farm paid them a bunch of money to uh set up um like the really long mouse trip type of game that where it uh throws pain at him at the very end or something like that that's a really <laughs> five cool Trendless video as well yep yep and i think uh this two shall pass was six or seven but anyway uh those days and, and that's the thing with this record this yeah. this two shall pass i mean i wrote a i wrote an article for arrowhead one this week and one of the one of the things that i noticed after the game is there was a social media post: Doug Morris from Arrowhead Kingdom posted this for sure. And it was that the last time the chiefs lost two games in a row was not that long ago. It was in 2019. And they actually went through a really crappy section of the middle of the season that included that Mahomes um, injury. But after they lost to the Titans to go to six and four, the chiefs were six and four and the Titans were five and five. And that ended up being the AFC championship game. So three weeks in, I, I don't think we know really anything at all. And, uh, yeah, this, uh, this craziness at the beginning of the season, this too shall pass.
3: Mm-hmm. Excellent.
1: And hopefully Monday morning, when the morning comes, which is a line from that song, um, this will have passed. <laughs> and We'll be in a good shape. <laughs> so, uh, last thing we got are uh, final takes. Um, so I, I'm going to go ahead and let Chris go first.
0: Okay. What's your final take? All right, I got another homage to the Kansas City Royals. Uh, this is the 19th anniversary of George Brett's 3000 hit. So um, that's one of my first memories, like actual memories I remember um, growing up and watching baseball. I mean, I'd, you know, I've been a Royals fan, you know, since I can remember. But George getting his 3,000th hit was something I do remember happening. Um. Something else that's really cool that I actually didn't know when I was reading this story on on that is George is actually the only player in Major League history to win a batting title in three different decades. So I mean wow. he's uh, yeah I mean I I only got to appreciate him for the last two years of his career. Um, you know I was born in '81, so I didn't really get to see his prime or appreciate his prime, but uh, but yeah, man, uh, the only Hall of Famer. Hopefully Salvador Perez will be joining him here in, in 10 to 15 years in the hall of fame. And uh, yeah, here's to you, George Brent.
1: Yeah. it's awesome. Brian, have you uh, got something for us?
3: <clears throat> okay. Yes. I thought, I figured, I thought of this uh, halfway through our show today. My son is four years old and had his first uh, parent-teacher conference today. We had his first parent-teacher conference today as preschool. And I realized today that I will never get tired of a teacher saying nice things about my son. It was like crack cocaine or something. It was just like, oh, yes, tell me more. It was just amazing. And I realized uh, all these nice things they had to say about it. And uh, I was like, okay, this is my first time ever doing parent-teacher conference ever my first time ever having like really a stranger give me like a rundown breakdown of how my son behaves. And, uh, it was a good review and I was like, Oh, I can get used to this. So it was a very nice feeling. So, uh, to the parents out there who have that kind of experience, I'm like, that's my first time feeling that it's, it's a very nice feeling.
1: Great. Chief shug. you got anything for us? Uh, looking forward to Sunday. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. 100 wins
3: let's go 100 wins for you yeah.
1: so to uh rehash my uh, thing about a uh, running a wedding service company um one of my djs tonight told me what i'm going to give for a final take they have announced halftime for the super bowl this year mm-hmm. which uh hopefully we're going to be getting it's to play awesome. in this one again this yeah. is probably what i think the most exciting super bowl lineup that I can remember seeing where I just look at this and say, oh my God, this is going to be great. These people are going to bring the heat. So I'm going to, I'm going to read what I found just uh, on basic Google. What looks of a uh, press release courtesy of the NFL, Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Mary J Blige and Kendrick Lamar will perform together for the first time when they headline the pepsi super bowl 56 halftime show on feb 13 2002 in the los angeles arena i believe it's called sofi um, for the record these superstars have collectively earned 43 grammys and have created 22 number one billboard albums Uh, i don't think that i could possibly be more excited for a show than that i mean you can't necessarily say that uh, every single one of those guys are in their prime, but you can't say they aren't either. Um, I mean, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg in LA, what, what oh, else no. are we, what else are we looking for? And then you oh, add yeah. in Kendrick Lamar and the guy who was uh, at one point going to potentially step in for Eric, right. If they were going to do an NWA kind of reunion type of concert. Um, I'm hoping that ice cube crashes this party. I really am. Uh, Mary Mary J. (laughs) Blige I cannot wait to see what she brings to that and you know bringing bringing everything into current time with Kendrick Lamar I mean they are just flat out bringing the uh, LA hip-hop heat for the uh, halftime show for the Super Bowl and I applaud the NFL for going the uh, hip-hop route and um, you know this this is a far cry from when they were trying to get every uh rocker that could still walk <laughs> well,
0: thanks to Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson for that oh, yeah. guess who's playing
3: <laughs> guess who's playing yeah. the fog uh late night at the fog for the KU Jayhawks tomorrow guess who's doing that Who? run DMC that's
1: incredible really? that's incredible awesome How about that huh yeah. that's wow. incredible yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah. Really fun. well rock shock <laughs> they had a they had, they
3: had snoop last year and this year it's, uh, that's run DMC, so uh yeah. some I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying all the, I mean, Josh, what I tell you before the show started, I was like, uh, Oh, the halftime show It's like, Oh, my freshman year in, in high school, this is going to rule. Oh my God. All these songs, yeah, I love yeah, these jams. Yeah, this yeah. one yeah.
1: spectacular. <laughs> I, I, uh, I actually remember I was, I, I was setting up for a wedding, uh, a few months ago and the catering staff was putting the tables together when I was setting up all my DJ equipment and they, just had music going off of some playlist and the ludicrous song what's your fantasy came on and so all these girls that are sitting up the tables like oh my god i remember hiding the song for my mom when i was blah 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 and i was just kind of quiet for a few minutes or whatever and i i'm old like chris uh and uh, i just said um yeah that song came out when i was a freshman in college so i I was at the club listening to that. We were supposed right. to be listening to it. <laughs> You're at the home,
3: dancing that jam.
1: That song is a banger and will be forever.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh, uh, yeah, you've dj enough weddings to know if uh, if they're not going to dance to that song, that club, that party is not a fun party.
1: because Remember
3: songs that you can play that. If no one's dancing, then there's nothing I can do because no one's no one here is. Right. Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> All right. Hi. Uh, anything else from anybody? Are we out of here?
0: <laughs> Go, Chiefs. Oh, Go, yeah. Chief. Yeah. All right. Hey, big thanks fun, to our guys.
1: guest, Chief Shug. Uh Thank you for jumping on. Enjoy yeah. the uh, watch parties in Sacktown. We'll run into you one of these days and we'll have you back on. Oh, oh yeah. Town. Most definitely. All right. Good night, Arrowhead Kingdom.
2: Chiefs.